Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yes, 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 it is hump day, babies. Are we finally over the hump, getting past the freaking frack world foreign policy debacle tour with Dumb and Dumber? I can't remember the characters' names from the movie Dumb and Dumber, but I, I can't imagine a more moronic attempted foreign policy than what we have seen from both the occupant of the White House and the occupant known as the Vice President. We're going to get into a lot of the details of that as reportedly Biden is uh, due to arrive back in the U.S. after his summit with Putin uh, in which there were no cameras. So we're going to give you give you some uh, some of the highlights of that and some of my perspective on that. We also got to be talking about uh, these explosive report and allegations made against the FBI involving January 6th in the Capitol breach, which of course uh, thanks to uh, the left in this country pushing out a false narrative about Trump supporters and the Capitol breach. It's now, you know, propaganda for Putin and the rest of the world on top of uh, the Black Lives Matter providing propaganda for the left. So we're going to get into that. We're going to continue to beat the drum about the truth about coronavirus, about its um, F, uh, about its um <sighs> treatments of it. We're going to get continue to push on that because the the push for vaccinations here in California as we are reopening, if, as the as the county of San Diego is reaching herd immunity, was supposedly Fauci said if we can get to seventy percent of people quote vaccinated, you've reached herd immunity. I think we're at something like seventy five percent in San Diego County. So why? Is there still anybody demanding masks on people? Why is Governor Game Show host still spending millions of taxpayers' dollars to bribe people to get the shots? So we've got a fan favorite of the show. He's only been on once, but I think I got more responses to Dr. Cass Ingram than I did pretty much anybody else who's been on the show. So you're going to want to stay tuned for uh, Dr. Cass Ingram and more. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in. I'm particularly interested if you've got any, any if you've been paying attention to this little, um, uh, you know, a toot, as we call it in the South. Biden's been off on a toot. If you have any uh, comments you want to make about the Biden G7 summit and the Putin meeting, I'd love to hear from you. And the man I like to hear from every night of the week is with me, as always. It's DJ Potato Skins. A tough decision for Bernie to make. You had said you hope to improve your job rating, your rating of the president. What do you make of the fact that the president's job rating has bumped up during this crisis? Well, I think, you know, I think that's a typical American response. In every single crisis we've had that I've been around, going back to Jimmy Carter and the hostages all the way through to this moment, president's ratings have always gone up in a crisis. And but, you know, that old expression, the proof of the, you know, it's going to be in eating the pudding, you know. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. You are great radio material for uh, as long as you're in there, I guess. The, 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 The proof of the pudding is, is in the eating? eating, man. Well, let me tell y'all, Putin, Putin ate some pudding over there and it was flavored Joe Biden. 
Now, I wouldn't be able to swallow it because the man is disgusting and vile, and so is his son. We got a little story about that. But let me tell y'all, this was an absolute incredible debacle. And, and not just funny and hilarious, of which it is, because you know what? I am going to laugh at him, because if he's going to go up there, if he's going to go to the military like he did last week and talk tough about Putin, I'm going to I'm going to have a meeting with Putin and I'm going to tell him what I want him to know. Right. He actually formed a cogent sentence at that point. I don't know how many shots they gave him to get him up to the up to that. But then. What ended up going down at the G7 summit and evolving Putin today is frightening. From my perspective, and and granted, I'm not a foreign policy expert. I never worked at the State Department, but neither did Kamala Harris. Neither neither did Biden, by the way. Uh, Joe Biden's only foreign policy experience and diplomacy experience really is flying his crackhead son around the world on Air Force Two to get him deals with, you know, Chinese Communist Party uh, organizations, Ukraine and beyond. But here's one thing I can tell you what it's supposed to be is the operative word is policy. It's supposed to be about the U.S. government, and particularly when it involves the president, having a specific objective and a goal that adva- when, when working with world leaders that advances the interest of the United States of America. And it's supposed to advance our interest from us being in a position of strength. And the only way that you can see anything that went down with Joe Biden in any way as a success is if you're a part of the anti-American crowd who wants us to look weak, who wants us to look feckless, who wants us to grovel to the world, who wants us to have the occupant of the Oval Office to be laughed at, mocked, shoved aside, diminished, minimized and humiliated on the world stage. And if that's what your idea of of a successful mission is, then mission accomplished. The proof of the, you know, it's going to be in eating the pudding, you know, yeah. what's it going to look like? Yeah, well, let me tell you what it looked like in terms of Putin eating, eating some pudding. First of all, as I said on Newsmax this morning, the best close is a good open, right? What was the open to this meeting? The open to this meeting was after four years of the left beating the drum on us that Putin was the devil and Trump was Putin's puppet. And as Hillary Clinton crawled out from under her rock today saying Putin, didn't, you know, his sole mission was deny her the presidency. And, you know, Biden is the perfect guy now to right the four year wrongs. What, what did Trump do that aided Putin? Absolutely nothing. Trump didn't do anything that aided Putin. But let me tell you what Biden did pre-summit. What did Biden do? He actually, after shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, putting people on the unemployment line, doing something that denied us access to oil and gas, raising the prices of our gas tanks at the pump, he opened up, he reduced sanctions against Russia and opened up a pipeline for them. Is that anybody's idea of the right way to handle the man that for four years was the devil? Is that your idea of strength? You cannot come to me and say with any intellectual honesty that Putin was the devil, Putin was the bad guy, and Trump was his his puppet and be okay with this. On top of it, a couple of other things. Here's how you can know this, this was a complete loss for us. Because some people might say, well, you know what, well, this is about this is about being liked or this is about restoring us being being liked on the world stage. That should never be an objection, uh, an objective or a goal of foreign policy Should be respected, not liked. We need to be respected. And that's why an objective and a goal needs to be advancing America's interest. 
And you don't advance your, let me tell you, if you're going to go, I come out of corporate America, did a lot of negotiations. If you're going to negotiate for a job, if you're in an interview or you've got to negotiate anything, buying a home or or whatever, anything you've got to negotiate, you've got to be respected in order to win the negotiations. Not just be liked. That needs to be the last on your list in terms of being liked. He was not supposed to be over there going through fraternity rush to be accepted into the little fraternity. He was sitting there at this table with Boris Johnson putting his hand up to shut him up, just practically giddy that he was he was at the cool kids table in junior high. And while this is all going on, did you guys know this is how feckless we are? This is how dangerous it is that the sharks have been circling. We've got Iranian warships out there lurking. We've got Russian warships out off of the coast of Hawaii. China started doing flyovers over Taiwan. All that's left is for NOCO to shoot off another rocket, only this time not do it uh, to just a show, but actually aim it at something and do some damage. And this on top of all the cyber attacks that have been happening. Nobody's talking about it. I don't know what really happened with Southwest Airlines. A major airline had to ground its fleet. Because of computer issues? I don't think we know the real answer to what happened there. Do you, Skins? No, I don't think anybody does. So speaking of cyber attacks, and oh, by the way, and, and, and if you're going to talk tough, and you supposedly are the guy that's going to hold somebody accountable, you make sure that there's cameras in there to document what happened. So not only did Biden not do that, but then he lets Putin come out and talk first. That's how, that's how much pudding that Putin ate today of Biden's. The proof of the, you know, yeah. it's going to be in eating the pudding, yeah. you know, what's so, it going to look like? Mm-hmm. So here's here's what was supposedly the genius that got revealed today in terms of Biden in this big summit. He gives Putin a list of 16 critical infrastructure entities, this from Fox News, of off limits to cyber attacks. The first thing that came to my mind was you're giving somebody a list that says these are off limits. What are you telling Putin? Oh, you go over there. You say it's all off limits. Exactly. Um, these uh, entities that he gave 16 energy, water, healthcare, emergency, chemical, nuclear, communications, government, defense, food, commercial facilities, IT, transportation, dams, manufacturing, and financial services. Um, there's still a lot left there. So the message is, hey, if, can you, you know, can you, can you keep Ease your, up. yeah, can you keep your cyber attacks maybe to, you know, the, 30%. Inter- uh, to the entertainment industry, which is also tied to all of this, you know, um, can you, can you, um, Keep it to to banking, which isn't on the list. Right. I actually was was surprised to hear and I didn't get to hear the full interview. I'm going to have to tune in. But I was surprised to hear Gorka say today that if Trump had done this, it would have been a good move because it would have been, hey, here's my red line in the sand. I think the red line in the sand is not 16 entities. It's the entire United States of America. Oh, you go over there. You say you're, you're not doing this. Right. So then I heard that Putin comes out and denies that they even had any conversation or they had any agreement to this. And because it wasn't documented and then because Putin comes out first and says this, there's no way for Biden, actually, because they didn't do a joint press conference together. I mean, there is no way that you can in any way sell this as any kind of a win for Biden, for the administration and certainly for the United States of America and certainly for the Democrat Party. I don't care how much paint you want to slap on this. This old Buick ain't moving off the lot. This was a complete disaster. And let me tell you, when we have China and NOCO 
China, Iran, and Russia rattling the war chains at a time where we have all these cyber attacks? Americans need to be worried. Wake up. They need to be very worried right now. Particularly given the fact that we have a United States military whose sole focus right now is to be pushing critical race theory, that America is uh, is evil and white people. I mean, I heard some exchange today with with asking some the naval commander about some book he pushed out. I heard this on Gorka's show t- today as well. That was all about, you know, white people are, are, are is there's something wrong with us as human beings like our DNA is flawed. Right. I mean, so our military is now, um, you know, being being turned into not a force of aggression against foreign en- you know, enemies against us, but one that's actually being being uh, transformed into a, a, a system and a department that's going to be against United States citizens. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. Speaking of that and an attack on 75 million, if not more citizens in this country being declared white supremacists. We're going to talk about the January 6th Capitol breach and a shocking allegation from uh, Tucker Carlson. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Oh. You know what? It wasn't just Putin who ate Biden's pudding. It was, believe it or not, a CNN reporter actually asked a tough question. And you know what? Creepy, uh, sniffy Joe, he didn't particularly appreciate it too much. Here was his response. Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah, I'm not confident. What the hell? What do you do all the time? When did I say I was confident? I said, said, what I said was, let's get it straight. I said, what will change their behavior is that the rest of the world reacts to them and it diminishes their standing in the world. I'm not confident of anything. I'm just stating the fact. But given his past. Yeah, we're not confident in you either. I mean, he might, why didn't he just challenge her? He's, he stops halfway through the H-E double, you know, toothpicks word, um, tries to get his anger in check. But this reminds me of when he called a voter. I think it was at some some plant, um, you know, um, actually, no, there was one time he called at a town hall. He ca- called um, a voter an a-hole. Then there was at another rally event where he challenged a, a voter to an arm wrestling match or a push-up match or something. Well, it should, it should really say a lot to, I know Joe's blown up in the past. I had to listen to the whole clip before I knew, okay, this is safe for air because Joe just goes off the hinges. Right, absolutely. You know, this is, this is, and you know what, he's, he's so used to being protected. There's a story out, two stories about Hunter Biden today and not nobody's mentioning it on any of these monitors, local media or national. One is that Hunter Biden is now decided he's going to be an artist and his pieces are going to undisclosed anonymous donors, anonymous buyers at 500,000 a pop while he is a family member of the sitting president of the United States and you're not allowed to know who's who's given this 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 nozzle 500 grand for for art items where is the investigation into this and then another email came out today i don't know if you heard this one um he uh, another email in which he was asked does he like quote domestic or foreign women and he says no yellow about asian women 
with that, a couple of monitors up there, Andrea. How many networks are covering this? Well, not not a one. Can you imagine if that was Don Jr. doing either one of these? So is it any isn't it any surprise to you that these these are two peas in the pod? So we've got we've got a racist Joe Biden. Remember, Joe Biden said that Obama man, he's clean, articulate and smart. Like what a shock. He's never he's never in his life ever heard of an articulate, clean or smart black person. He's the same dude who said that you can't go to a 7-Eleven unless you speak Indian because they're all late name Patel or something like that. You know, what's funny is they called Trump a racist and he had he had so much love for almost every ethnicity. Uh, but in the real racist is the one that's in charge of the White House. Well, of now. course, the Democrats are the racist. This entire what January 6th is about and Biden saying recently in Tulsa and Christopher Ray and others saying that the and, and Merrick Garland yesterday saying that the greatest threat to this country right now is white supremacy is all about trying to declare that 75 million Americans who associate themselves with America first policies or traditional America, what this country was founded on, are white supremacists. It's clearly about trying to demonize and criminalize people, as Putin talked about today, trying to criminalize people and throw them in jail for their politics. Because if it was about race, Biden would have already been yanked out of the White House when emails emerged about Hunter Biden dropping the N-word. Or today, him talking about yellow women. Let's let's get a little bit into this January 6th thing. So the the latest news is this, because I've been talking for a while about what this January 6th thing has been about trying to trying to declare um, that this was an armed insurrection, which it wasn't trying to declare that it was deadly. First of all, it wasn't an insurrection. Second of all, it wasn't armed. Nobody there was armed, including the only person who lost their life. We were lied to and told that five people died that day, and that's not true. Only one died, and she was shot by a police officer, a black cop shooting an unarmed white woman, and we have yet to know the the name of that individual. We now know that there were 14,000 Minutes, I think, if not hours from a variety of different cameras of footage that is yet to be released from the public. We know that Christopher Ray and others lied about Officer Sitnik and, and the cause of his death. They used his corpse to exploit January 6th in or, order to do, do paint 75 million Trump supporters as insurrectionist, domestic terrorist, and to that end, what was discussed in the hearing yesterday with Christopher Ray, to that end, they threw a net out, as Putin referenced today, over 500 individuals. Christopher Ray was asked yesterday, and, and re- remember, the only act of v- actual violence that happened that day was Ashley Babbitt being shot. We also know that the Capitol Police opened the doors and waved people in. They moved barricades aside and waved people in. We know that uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge of the Capitol Police and the D.C. mayor, turned down request for additional protections that in and of itself should tell people everything they need to know absolutely everything because something else that was reported in the hearing yesterday was that parlor did flag comments and post about people planning this and the fbi christopher ray said i don't recall which is lawyer speak for i'm i'm lying because we ignored it Now, as people have read the charging documents, there is upwards of 20-something supposed unindicted co-conspirators. People that shared hotel rooms with those that were indicted, and yet they're not indicted. Why would they throw a net over 500 individuals 
almost every one of them guilty of nothing but either trespassing or not even knowing they were trespassing because they did nothing but walk through an open door that was held open by the Capitol Police. And yet 20 individuals that were part of the organizing of this so-called armed insurrection weren't charged at all, not facing any charges. Tucker Carlson said last night on his show that the only reason why this would happen was was because they were FBI agents. Sometimes people are unindicted co-conspirators because they flipped and gave states evidence. So I'm not going to say with surety like Tucker Carlson did to the extent that he did that these are FBI agents. But I will tell you that I do believe that somebody told the Capitol Police to open those doors and move the barricades and we don't know who it was. That somebody decided to hide the the uh, identity of the black cop who shot an unarmed white woman and he should be facing charges and he's not. We do know for a fact that uh, that almost all of the 500 individuals that have been arrested and charged with crimes are political prisoners because they've committed no act of violence. And yet they're being held in solitary confinement and being denied bail. We know the judges reaching these decisions and going along with this are all the same judges that were part of the, the Spygate and Michael Flynn from Sullivan and, and others that were involved in that. This is a weaponized FBI and DOJ. Whatever their role was, to what extent it was, whether it involved these individuals helping to plan it or whether it not, it was just in the denial of support because they knew that this was happening. So let's just let it happen. Right. So that we can pin it on Trump or whether it's just, you know, how can we round up? How can we maximize something that happened by rounding up people that we know didn't do anything wrong and didn't even know they were doing anything wrong by walking in so that we can smear 75 million Trump supporters as patriot extremist, knowing that there was some military involved, knowing that there were government officials involved so that we can also pierce and get Congress people and military members arrested. This is the kind of crap that happens, whatever, whatever the extent was of involvement by the FBI and DOJ and whatever the extent of it, it's tyranny. It's no co-level tyranny. It's Castro's Cuba. It's the kind of crap that's not even happening right now under Putin. I don't, quite frankly, I'm not interested in hearing about Putin right now. Because quite frankly, the greatest threat to my freedoms in this country right now involves the Democrats, the Biden administration, Trump appointees and the FBI and the DOJ who are either participating in this right now or, or didn't stop it when they could have. And they could have stopped it by arresting people involved in the first go-round of spying and lying to the FISA courts and targeting people like Mike Flynn and others for political persecution and prosecution, which continues to this day against a free and fairly elected President Trump. This is the greatest threat that we face. And unfortunately, we don't have a military anymore that will fight for us to, to, to stop that. Yeah, that used to be the stopgap. We used to right. rest assured that that was going to be be the, the the defense, and it's not. That's slowly slipping away. Right. And if they're able to pack the court, and if they're able to get at us or get our guns removed from us under the guise that we're patriot extremists, then there's nothing to stop them, right? We're going to take a break. We come back, and we know that that they've managed to condition far too many of Americans to accept what's going on. We know that with the coronavirus. And we're going to talk more about that with Dr. Cass Ingram when we return. 
more. Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, you know, I talked about this Delta variant threat that we're hearing from Fauci. The second California, what a coinkydink, right? The second the California starts to reopen. It's not a full reopening, though. That's that's a, a false narrative that's being pushed out. But the second that California started releasing the, the grip on its citizens. Oh, no, wait, look, look over here. Oh, yeah, the Delta is coming. The Delta is coming. So we had on last night, we had Dr. Richard Bartlett from Texas on and uh, continued to talk about therapeutics. The one that he developed, which he called the silver bullet, was budesonide. And I'm going to continue to talk about the truth about coronavirus in terms of therapeutics, treatments, the recovery rates, uh, what's being called vaccinations, and more. And so joining me tonight is, he's only been on the Andrea K. Show once before, but he was really a fan One of my favorite. Favorites. Absolutely. Uh, it's Dr. Cass Ingram. He's written about 25 books. He's got a BS in biology and chemistry. Every, I always giggle when I say BS. I have a BS degree too, but anyway. Uh, BS degree in biology and chemistry. And he's written 25 books on natural healing. And that's something that you never, ever heard about from Fauci. They Never talked about natural immunology and things that, and comorbidities and ways that you could fight the coronavirus that instead of being locked down into your home and forced to get sick and go to the hospital and, and all of that, only to end up having to get a jab that you don't want. So joining me now to discuss is Dr. Cass Ingram. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's great to, great to be here with the team, Noah and company and yourself and yeah, I mean, therapeutics, natural therapeutics, that kind of got erased a hundred years ago. So let's bring it back. You know, it's it's something we should have known about a year and a half ago, and then we wouldn't be in this mess. Well, it's one of the reasons why we wouldn't be in this mess, for sure. Uh, one of the things that they did that was so deadly, in my opinion, um, that killed so many, uh, you know, if yesterday they supposedly marked the 600,000th death from coronavirus, number one, we know the numbers of deaths were inflated yes, by saying that anybody who died who I happened to be tested yeah. positive with it died from it, which is not the case. And we also know to. now that Yahoo News has come out and said, yeah, that hydroxychloroquine, yeah, that, you know, save, you know, had... I, I can't remember. I don't have the headline in front of me, but uh, like um, three. Shoot, I have to find that. Head- it's quite a few. You see, you see, the thing is, it's what's really funny is that nothing can compare to the wild oregano. None of it. It's not. It's a, it's a thousand, two thousand times more potent, even than the best drugs, the best uh, off-the-counter items. And we don't hear much about spices or garlic or oregano. And the, that's why I'm saying, if we knew more about home remedies. And we had a real uh, firm understanding. We'd go home, we'd get a little cough, and before we go get our stuff stuffed with a respirator, we could be using garlic broth at home uh, and, and, and drinking that. And we could be, we'd go out and buy a bottle of oil of wild oregano or the multiple spices, even better, the cumin, oregano, sage, cinnamon capsule. 
Well, even before that, let's back up. That's when you get sick. One of the things that they did that was so evil, even even outside from the therapeutics, is and they continue to do this. And this is very important for people to understand, uh, Dr. Cass, because yeah. because right now, even with the reopening, they still want children in schools with masks. One of the no, biggest no, no good. Right, no good. One of the no biggest good. lies is that everybody has an equal chance of getting it, and everybody has an equal chance That's of dying right. from it. And the the number the number of people who actually died from it were not only elderly but with comorbidities. Yes. So I want to talk about the natural immune system even before somebody gets sick. Well, that- it would be. If that's why I'm saying we don't know about these natural medicines because we think they're funny and we make fun and they're like, they're not big guns and, and you got to go to the doctor to get the big guns. I'm fine, but... But, you know, we used to know that goldenrod and golden seal mm-hmm. and, and echinacea were good for you, that garlic and onion were, were a health food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we knew that a little bit about thyme, maybe a little bit about oregano, well, not much. And, and so back in 1910, you'd move to that, mustard plasters on your feet and chins and things. But now it's unknown. Marijuana was, was also a popular medicine about 1910, 1890. So what do we do now? Okay, well, we've got to take the top 10. I've got the article on my blog and put the top 10 into the diet, into the lifestyle right now uh, to do not get sick if the next time when the next epidemic comes. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm a believer in the in the garlic and the onion. I didn't. I never ate a meal growing up. I'm from the south. It didn't start with a saute yeah. of onions, peppers, and garlic. Okay, and well, my, that had to make you strong. Well, it did. And the medicinal pack that was my favorite when I did get sick was some extra spicy Popeyes. Okay, because well, that that'll clean out your sinuses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a believer in natural remedies. It's something that was driving me crazy for a year and a half that nobody's talking about um, the the aspect of the comorbidity. We are a nation that is overweight. I'm just going to say it. When we've got these, we have we have yeah. ni- we have teenagers that are dying from myocarditis after getting these, yeah, uh, and nobody's after getting these shots. Nobody's that seems to be okay with the American people. How about you just talk about keeping healthy? You're not being warned about the threats of these vaccinations. They're not. They're not only doing that. They're not telling you what you can do to take care of yourself to never. boost your natural immune system. They never do it. Never, and uh, you've got the issue of getting away from the GMOs, getting off the sugar, not eating genetically engineered meat, you know, going for the grass-fed, going for the grass-fed or the organic milk products. You don't have to be a vegan. You can eat all a variety of food and then do the top ten. That's garlic, onion, uh, I think mustard's in there, cinnamon uh, and, and cumin, mm-hmm. sage, all these, these uh, very powerful lemon uh, are really anything that's so powerful you have a hard time sucking on it or chewing on it or I mean, it bites. Anything that bites is really good for you and will keep you from getting seasonal illness or pandemic germs. I've been in front of COVID people like crazy. I got so much of this stuff in my body, I probably smell like a pizza oven or something. Well, you know what? That's one of my favorite uh, uh, odors, is, uh, Dr. Cass. So. Yeah, it would be favorite. Well, yeah. Um, wrap us up. We've got a minute left. What What I are your thoughts? What do you want to multiple, tell people about Delta? this Delta variant coming and the shots? I wouldn't any variants. I, if you can get this multiple spice, because we just did a 50 nurses trial on vaccinated people, and even the multiple spice was effective in the spike protein after they got shot. 
And even some people who got shedding benefited from it. So this multiple spice, cumin, oregano, sage, and cinnamon all together in the capsule, uh, this is the thing that can save Americans from what I think is going to be a lot of vaccine shedding and a lot of interaction with the vaccinated. I think the vaccinated are quite dangerous from what I've been hearing from my colleagues who work with them. Tell everybody what the shedding is, because that's considered controversial. You're, the, you're a conspiracy theorist, Dr. Kassing, right. if you're talking it's, about shedding. It's a real issue that Pfizer admits to, that you, the nanotech and the, the liposomes and the mRNA come out of people's breath and in their cells. And the, you saw how magnetic mag, they're magnetic now, and so these components they go in the urine, in the feces, in the waterway, in, in the you know if you're real close contact, you're gonna get it. So that's why the only thing I know of is an antidote: oil of oregano, oregano, garlic, onion. Uh, these would be good to take. Well, thank you. Tell everybody how they can get the information. Go to uh, kazingram.com, it's a non-commercial website, kazingram.com, get the books there, and also North American Urban Spice, oregano.com, they can show you the multiple spice. Well, thank you for bringing a spicy report, telling us the truth to boost our immune system, yes. and I appreciate it. It makes a big difference to go with the hot spices. Yes. Uh, everything from mustard to garlic to oregano oil will keep you will keep you well. I love mustard lettuce. A lot of people don't know about mustard lettuce. Any, any of that. Mustard yes. Greens, I, anything yes. hot. Absolutely what, love not it. Not so much cayenne, but everything else. Yeah. Well, okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, a, I'm a believer in the cayenne, too. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more to talk about. Um, you know, one of the things I said last night is we've got to get real about how how we're going to fight the cultural Marxist agenda items piece by piece. And I got to talk about some attacks that have been on me for my attempt to do so. And uh, we're going to get into that. Noah and uh, potato, potato Skins and I are going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We're going to quickly go to the phones here. Ramana has called in, and she's actually somebody that has tried. The same spices that uh, Dr. Cass Ingram was just talking about. You know, the Andrea K. Show is not a nutrition show. I love my food, and I'm not one to offer nutritional advice. But, hey, it's about information out there for people because everybody's talking about public health today. And, Romana, you actually have experience with with uh, these spices that Dr. Cass Ingram is talking about, Yes. Yes, hi. Good, good evening, Andrea. Wonderful, Andrea Kay. I, I couldn't believe my, my ears when I heard him speaking about it. I was jumping up and down. I said, I have to call. He is a thousand percent correct. I have lived this lifestyle for about, I'd say, seven, eight years. And I will tell you, my children know, I have not been ill in over six, probably six, six and a half going on seven years. Wow. And I, I do believe that these uh, compounds and the oils in them are so powerful. Pharmaceutical companies know that they do not make money if we stay well with these natural Mm -hmm. ingredients and therapies. And that's the truth. They're going to push that their uh, 
whatever they're selling the drugs that made a laboratory with some base from these natural ingredients is more powerful. It isn't. I will tell you, if I start to feel ill, I take a pure lemon, almost no water and dark honey. I drink that one or two times a day. I've taken garlic milk that astonished me. It's just three ingredients, uh, several cloves of garlic. You put it in a pan with two cups of any milk and water. You simmer it for about 10, 12 minutes and you drink that milk with or without honey. That has cured me of horrific sciatica in 40 minutes. I had, when this corona thing started, I cracked my tooth from, you know, nervousness at night with our business, mm-hmm. cracked it, had an infection, could not see a dentist for several days, and it, my face became inflamed, took the garlic milk, it subsided, this time in about 35 minutes. Wow. With sciatica, I, I could not walk for two days. I was crawling around my place. Uh, garlic milk is just unbelievable. Oil of oregano, I've used that. Uh, how do you use the oil? Like, he, he, how do you use that? You can. It's very, very potent. You can put. You can get the capsules uh, and put it under your tongue, or you can just buy. It's the oil is where the power is. It is strong. Put a little food in your stomach, but if it dissolves under your tongue, it immediately goes to your bloodstream. Oh, see, I was thinking all that you put it on your body, like it's like a you know a topical. It's something you ingest. Yes, yes. And th- this was so prized. It's a very powerful herb. It's from the Mediterranean region where my family's from. This was so prized. It's put in food. But uh, also, I have had several uh, friends and their friends that say they can finally sleep at night. Sinus infection, they've eliminated the drugs. It can, it's an antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, cleans out your sinuses so you can breathe in peace. And cinnamon, those are my top yeah, four. Yeah. And just, you know, to stay well, I, I tell my kids, when you come home during the flu season, take a cotton swab, dip it in hydrogen peroxide, swab the inside of your nose. That's where all, all pathogens enter. That's where they have to enter. That's right. And if, they, if you, give, you give them time to replicate, you do nothing, you're going to become ill. If you stop it in its beginning stages, you're going to be great. I, I'm shocked. I knew that it would work, but Corona kind of, you know, because of the, it was built up to be something because it benefited those who wanted to seize its power and fear. So I was thinking, is it going to work? Andrea, nothing happened to me. I've been around people who had it. I work in a, in a for company where many people have had it. I've worn a mask with holes because I could not breathe. Yeah. And I switched thinking, well, you know what? It is uh, sometimes. Yeah, it was funny. Before I have yeah. to let you go, you're talking about the nose and that's where the pathogens come in. People walking mm-hmm. around in filthy masks all day long, right up on their nose. Yes. That's how, you yes. know, these masks have been making people sick. Ramon, I'm going to have to have you continue to call in and share that story. I'm almost out of time for the night, but God bless you. And thank you for calling in because otherwise Dr. Cass might sound like just some kooky doctor or whatever. But to have you call in and say, no, this works and it works for me. This is good information for people out there to push back against those just trying to continue to push that people get injected with what is is, you know, a chemical substance that is still under trial that is killing people. And they're pushing younger and younger and younger and younger to have people be injected with this when um, it's still a ninety nine point five percent recovery rate for coronavirus and there are natural things that we can do to protect our health romana thank you for calling in appreciate you I will. Thank you for, for all you've done. And I certainly will let people know. They laugh that I smell like an Italian restaurant, but I said I'm healthy and I'm never ill. So you know what? I'm grateful for, for these ingredients. <laughs> thank, thank you. Sure. Take good care, honey. Um, so nice to have a positive call because I got to tell you Isn't guys. That great? Yeah. Um, I've been hit with a shocking level of hate simply for the fact that I interviewed Caitlyn Jenner. And a couple of thoughts here on that. First of all, I'm uh, uh, I'm at a candidate forum with all the candidates. So first of all, I'm going to interview everybody that's there. Second of all, 
you're dang right that I'm going to be proud as a broadcaster that I got the exclusive interview that night when people like local TV stations were, were angling to get, get to get the interview and I got it. So, yeah, I'm going to be proud about that and push it on social media. Hang on before I'm going to bring you in and get your opinion. So that, that's that, those are my reasons and, and choice to do it. A third reason of my choice to do the interview is like it or not. In politics, the person with the greatest name recognition has the most viable candidacy and the greatest chance of winning. So you're dang right as a broadcaster. I'm going to interview that individual so that so that they are on the record for where they stand on policy positions to think that as conservatives, that what we need to do with this kind of a candidate is to ignore their existence, is to ignore their apparel. I felt I had a responsibility to interview Caitlyn Jenner. Fourth, I want to say that I am a Christian and I am a conservative. And for anybody questioning my creds on that, don't know me, have never listened to me, and don't understand who I am. As a Christian, I will never use my show to attack anybody. Whatever sins you think anybody's committing today, it's no greater or worse or better or worse than any that you're going to commit today. I believe in the plan of salvation. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I believe in pushing hard for my political beliefs and my ideology, but I do it through policy. And I asked an incredibly uncomfortable question involving LBGTQ in front of all kinds of people and cameras. I did not fail to do my job as a conservative when it came to politics, a policy. If you're looking for me to take up your mantle of hate against an individual, I reject that. And feel free to unfriend me. Feel free to ignore me on social media and go elsewhere. I don't traffic in hate. I traffic in ideas. I fight for conservatism. I fight for what this country was founded on. Anything you want to add to that? I mean, you really hit it out of the park in the minute that we have left. Uh, Yes, when you're at a forum that has an X number of candidates, one, you want to interview every single one of those candidates, regardless of. And didn't platform. I ask him pretty much all the same questions? And, and were they not challenging? Right you asked and, pretty much all the same questions. And they and were two, challenging and they were all on cultural Marxist. Yes. And two, yes, especially were that famous person Schwarzenegger and Schwarzenegger was there. You would have wanted to do the, exactly the same thing. And you know what the thing is? Nobody would have attacked me for it, even though the man had an illegitimate Correct. child with his maid. Nobody would have had a problem with me interviewing Schwarzenegger. So I'm actually, I just want to say up front, I am proud of you for doing the job that you did and for getting the interview with Caitlin that you were able to get. Thank you. And, you know, I, and, and, and doing an interview does not mean that I support the candidacy or that I would vote for Caitlyn Jenner. It means I'm doing my job. And I've got Caitlyn Jenner on the record. And I disagreed with, with some of Caitlyn's answers. Some of, some of Caitlyn's answers were fine. Some of Caitlyn's answers were fine. I, I, I did not have time to get in and debate certain things. So I just posed questions, some of which came from the listeners. Listen, I'm grateful for you all out there. I'm actually taking a few days off. Got a great lineup of filling guests, Matt Locke and, and Brother Ed Martin from the Pro America Report. I'm going to take a few days off. Thank you, Skins. Thank you to my guests tonight, my callers. Love you all.